unto you. Dear beloved, welcome to this episode of We Are Vessels, where we talk about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the scripture. I am Oluwabukola Pereira. Thank you so much for joining me today. Last week, I had with me on the show, Brother Travis North, who led us in the worship, and Sister Catherine Wintalbo, who led us in the word, alongside a number of my Christian brothers and sisters who were just dead to listen to the word and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And today, I am delighted to tell you that Brother Travis North will be leading the word. I am super excited for it because I know that the Lord is going to speak through him. And I hope that you would just sit back and just hear the word of God as it has been spoken through Brother Travis. God bless you as you do so. All right, all over to you, Brother Travis. It's been over four years. I last taught anywhere and uh, that's a big deal for a lot of reasons because it's been a long four years um, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that um, today we're in 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 the verses that we'll be sort of hanging out in are uh, 13 through 18 I'm also going to read a little before that, too. And before that, I'm going to pray. So, yeah. Lord, thank you so much for your word. These people here, Lord, ready to receive a word from you. Just praying for open hearts, God. The message that you want to send tonight to your people. We would have receptive hearts, Lord. We'd be challenged. We would grow, Lord. In the knowledge of you and in intimacy with you, Lord. This would be a message, your message, to challenge us, Lord, to seek you and only you, for eyes for you and, and you alone. I just worship you tonight, God, and ask for the words to speak. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, that's great. So, <laughs> the way the Lord had me prepare was. Like, I've never prepared for before, and so <laughs> I don't know how this is going to come out. I really don't, but it's not really up to me, so in one sense, I suppose. So I'm going to start in verses 1 of chapter 10, just to give some context and some other things that I felt like, because leading up to this, it's extremely important what he says here. So chapter 10, verse 1, now I, Paul, myself, I'm reading an NASB. I, Paul, myself, urge you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, I who am meek when face to face with you, but bold toward you when absent. I ask that when I am present, I need not be bold with the confidence with which I propose to be courageous against some super wordy. I'm going to read that again. I ask that when I am present, I need not be bold with the confidence with which I propose to be courageous against some who regard us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. So, 
when I was reading this, I'm just thinking about how he says, against some of those who regard us as if we walked according to the flesh. And what came to my mind is 2 Corinthians 5, which says this. It says, Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him in this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away, and new things have come. So the question I wanted to pose to you guys is, are we seeing each other in the flesh? Or are we seeing each other in the spirit? Like, are we regarding one another according to the flesh? Or are we regarding one another according to the spirit? And the reality is, like, we're new creations. We're spirit beings in that sense. And he says, even though we have known Christ in the flesh, we know him in this way no longer. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away and new things have come. And it's a, it's a challenge for us because the reason why Paul is challenging these people right now is because they were looking at Paul in the flesh. They had fleshly minds, and the way they were seeing Paul was from a fleshly perspective. These are where these, these, these lofty opinions about God come from. They come from a place of a fleshly mindset. Mm -hmm. Like when we have wrong opinions about God, they're from a place of flesh. But if we're in the Spirit, and we're walking by the Spirit, then we can know God rightly. But this is Paul's challenge to us. Like we can't walk according to the flesh. And, and the mind set on the flesh is death. And the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. So... This is, this is like the, the, the dividing line. And the, the challenge here is to remain in the Spirit in, in, in the purest form because this, like, you, you have to think that every time we're, we're thinking of God wrongly, we're in the flesh. Like, and, and I know that sounds repetitive, but, but think about it. Like, every day that you go, you're walking according to the flesh, like, you're going you're gonna to have your doubts towards God. You're going to have uh, your miscommunications with Him. And the, like, walking by the Spirit is, like, so important. And it's a mindset. Because the mindset on the Spirit is life and peace. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, it's a choice that you make on a daily basis. And, of course, when you're intimate with the Lord, like, He empowers you. The Spirit fills you. And you're more aware. And, and it's, like, the Spirit of God isn't, doesn't leave you. But... The more intimate you are with Him, the more aware you are of His presence. It's so much easier to walk in the Spirit when you're with Him, when you're hearing His voice acutely. You know exactly what He's saying. So the challenge here is this, this boasting that Paul's going to talk about later. It's like, so he says, you're looking at things as they are outwardly. Like, think about that. There's, there's a way to see things even in the Spirit and in the flesh. So like, we might see a brother or sister doing something for the Lord. But if we have a fleshly mindset, we think, that's not even fruitful or beneficial because we're not seeing it in the spirit, but we're seeing it in the flesh. Jealousy. We're thinking, man, you, you, you might be jealous of someone, and so you're automatically going to write off what they're doing because you're not seeing in the flesh. You're seeing, you're, or yeah, you're seeing in the spirit, or you're seeing in the flesh, not in the spirit. This is like so critical for us. This is the Christian life, is a spirit-filled life, a life led by the spirit. 
So this is where lofty opinions of God come from. Like everything raised up against the knowledge of God is from a fleshly perspective. Mm-hmm. So, so like just let that simmer in your minds for a little bit as we move forward here. Um, because he says, let's see here, he says, moving on to verse 12. We are not bold to class or compare ourselves with some of those who commend themselves, but when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are without understanding. We will not boast beyond our measure, but within the measure of the Spirit which God apportioned to us as a measure to reach even as far as you. For we are not overextending ourselves as if we do not reach to you. We were the first to come even as far as you in the gospel of Christ not boasting beyond our measure, that is, in other men's labors, but with the hope that as your faith grows, we will be within our sphere, enlarged even more by you. NASB sometimes, man, like, it's good, but it's pretty pretty wordy. So as to preach the gospel even to the regions beyond you, not to boast in what has been accomplished in the sphere of another. Here's the, here's the critical verse here. He who boasts is to boast in the Lord. Like, we have gifts, we have ministries, we have talents. It's so easy to boast in those things. Extremely easy. Because we see results and we think, this came from me, yeah. my doing, my investment in that thing. Really, we, we give the Lord very little credit. I want to go to Jeremiah 9. And, yeah. Um, we'll spend a little bit of time here and then I kind of want to do something interesting, possibly, if the Lord allows. So, in verse 12, this is, this is, this is just crazy to me. Who is the wise man? Jeremiah 9, verse 12. Who is the wise man that may understand this? And who is he to whom the mouth of the Lord has spoken that he may declare it? Why is the land ruined, laid waste like a desert so that no one passes through? The Lord said, because they have forsaken my law, which I set before them, and have not obeyed my voice, nor walked according to it, but have walked after the stubbornness of their heart, and after the bales as their father taught them. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I will feed them this people with wormwood and give them poison water to drink. At this time, there were prophets saying, like, peace, peace, there is no peace. There was, there was this mindset, like, God's not going to judge this nation, you know. And even Jesus and Paul and others would say, beware of false prophets so the idea here is there's people who are saying what's happening even in our own times right now what we need is the voice of the Lord we need his voice we need his guidance his direction about what's happening in these times we need clarity we need sober minds like praying for all of us sober minds to go ahead because this is like this is like one of those invitations from the Lord like we're, you know, we got a vaccine coming and all this other stuff. And 2021 can look really different depending on how you seek the Lord. Like, your year, your 2021 can be, like, two extremities. And it's really dependent on, a lot of ways, on how much you choose the Lord over your flesh. Like, He's inviting us into something, a new thing. There's a new thing that God is doing. It's like... Like forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Like see the new thing. Like, but you can't see the new thing God is doing if you're not with Him, mm-hmm. spending time with Him. 
intimate with him. You're going to miss it. You can miss it. And I've missed it. I've missed a lot of things that God wanted to do in my life. But I was too focused on myself. We'll talk about that a little bit. So moving on. I just wanted to make that a point real quick. But thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast of his might. And not a rich man boast of his riches. But let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. I mean, the Word of God, you know. Um, like, it's an empty boast, you know. There's just so many empty boasts. Like, and sometimes, like, we don't say it out loud, but in our hearts we think about how good we are, how cool we are, how whatever we are, because, like, and we're just, we just have these gifts, you know. And God gave us these gifts, and it's like so easy to attribute them to ourselves. And the only boast that's worth anything is, is to boast of our knowledge of the Lord and that we understand and know Him, like, like that we know Him and that He's the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness. And He delights in these things. It's like he, His delight is, is, is righteousness justice, loving kindness, like, and we, and we who know the Lord and are intimate with the Lord, we, we practice those same things, and He's inviting us into that lifestyle of loving kindness, of justice, and righteousness, and um, so, uh, with that being said, I, I felt like I was just praying, and the Lord maybe just wanted me to boast a little about Him. Just what he's done. <laughs> um, he's done a lot. He's done so much. It's like insane, actually. And so it's a brief story, maybe, <laughs> pending. But 2016, I'll, I'll 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 try to fly by as much as I can. But try to try to try to try to capture the the timeline here. Okay, 2016, breakup in January. Uh, my cousin died of a heroin overdose in February. And then my brother died in March. Cocaine overdose, probably murder, potentially suicide. But it was a lot of loss at once, okay? And I held it together for a while, five months or so. I was like, the Lord, man, my brother's in heaven, free, no longer doing drugs and stuff. But at some point, I wasn't dealing with it, right? And that's an important message altogether. Is we, we, can't, we can't disguise our pain with like, like holy words and stuff. Like the purpose for pain in itself, God designed our hearts, and He has. I thought of this like a week ago, two weeks ago. If He's the one who designed our hearts, He has the repair and maintenance manual too. Like He knows how to fix the pain. So the purpose for pain, when it comes, when it comes, because you know it does, He's inviting us into intimacy. He designed our hearts so that when we're in pain, He can come to fix it, and 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 fix it the right way. And what does that do? It draws us closer to Him. It matures us. Okay, it's an, it's an invitation to maturity. So when you're in pain, think, this is, this is for my good. This is God's invitation to intimacy with Him. There's, 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 there's only one. There's only one. There's only one who can fix a broken heart. Like, and he, and he's, it's His invitation every time. You're hurting, come to me. You're in pain, come to me. I have not only the solution but you'll be the better man that you're called to be yeah. on the other side of this. But what did we do? What did I do? I ran from pain. 
for three years. It's crazy. Like, basically, I started having some crazy panic attacks. And I didn't know why. I'd never had them in my life before. But I was, it was 2016. I was at the top of the stairs, and I couldn't move. And I was crying. And I was like, why is this happening to me? Why did I lose everything, you know? But what, what was I not doing? I wasn't going to the Lord with it. I was just hoping that one day I would feel better. I was, hope, I was expecting that God would just come to my rescue. But no, like, that, that's, not, that's, not, that's not relationship. Relationship isn't, like, isn't just like a, a snap of a finger. Like, relationship is intimacy. It's an invitation. And I wasn't going into that. So, so what happened? I just, I, I, I quit all my jobs. Drew remembers this. I, I, I stopped doing high school ministry. I sold my car. I moved on campus. I got a bike. I, I did. I made all these changes, dramatic changes, because I thought I just need to. I just need to shut off everything. So, you know, finished. I graduated school. It was really hard, really tough. I had classes with that person until I graduated. So I had to see her every day. It was just like a, it was just a nightmare, and it was like insult to injury. I was just like, why God? You know, like really why? So then, so then I graduated, went to Dallas. I moved to Dallas again. This is this is the prodigal son heart. Just I'm gonna run. I'm just gonna run. I need to get out of El Paso. There's too much pain here. I don't want to think about the pain. I want newness. So let me see something new. And, you know, you give a man wings to fly, like, man, I, I got addicted. I got addicted to running. It felt so good to just come home every once in a while. Oh, my God, Travis, you're back. And, like, all this stuff. And, like, it felt good. I'm like, nobody knows where I'm at. Nobody knows what I'm doing. I'm my own man right now, you know. I'm, I'm free. I felt free. But in, deep down, there's so much pain that I hadn't even decided to deal with just letting it fall by the wayside. So yeah, I was going to Upper Room, amazing times there. I met some incredible people. And like, but even, even then, when I was going there, he's like, you're not, this isn't, this isn't forever. Like, you know, enjoy it, but this isn't your home, you know? And for so long, I've been like, I don't want to go back to El Paso, you know? So, so I, I, was, I was there in Dallas for a year, but I knew that job wasn't for me, so I quit. Like, like it, took, it took five months felt like the Lord was saying, like, it's time to leave, but it took five months to figure out where to go. But I wasn't hearing anything clear, so I just quit. Like, cold turkey, you know. Don't recommend that at all, but, like, it happened the way that it did, you know. Um, <laughs> and, like, I, you know, I just kept running. Think about it. Like, I was just on the run, you know. And, like, it's crazy. I think, man, because the way, the way that the Lord revealed it to me, it's like, I spent so much time like in church and you know try I probably went to like 30 different churches in Dallas like it was insane I was just looking so hungry thirsty so to speak but not going to the source you know like trying everything else but like not going to the source you know what I mean so then I started into photography but this is the cool thing and you'll see how the Lord like wraps this all up even in our even in our foolishness you know in our foolishness he still uses all things. So, so I got into photography, whatever, but it's like I was building it. I was building my kingdom. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like, I know I could probably do photography and do all this video stuff, and I'd have people say, you should start a business. I'm like, but no, like, if a man builds his house and it's not the Lord building it, he labors in vain. So I felt like, I'm like, I'm building this, but it's not the Lord building it. So I had to, I had to lay it down. I sold all this equipment burned a ton of money like just lost tons of money doing that 
And then like the, a week later, I got some engineering jobs. So then I was traveling for a while, which that was the last thing I needed. More wings, you know, more places to see. So California and Miami and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. And yet, like my heart was so like callous and just like hurting really every day. I would just, I would, when people would say, why do you, why do you exhale like that? What's going on? You just do that all the time. So I was just depressed, like literally straight up in the pits, depressed. And, and so <laughs> crazy. So I was doing that job and then y'all know, some of y'all know, like this was October of last year. I was like, you know what? These people make 16 grand a month sometimes truck driving. I'm going to be a trucker. I'm going to go to North Dakota, be a truck driver. <laughs> Cause I've tried everything else, you know? So let's figure it out. You know? So I don't know, six weeks it took me to get my CDL and I drove up Thanksgiving day. I didn't even stop to say hi to a friend and have dinner with him. I was like, nah, bro, going straight to North Dakota. So I got to North Dakota Thanksgiving night and, and my boss was there, but he's, I don't know, I thought maybe he would appreciate me coming so he'd have like a meal for me, but no. Like, he's like, hey man, glad you made it. Uh, see you in the morning, you know? And he's like, why didn't you, and then he goes and says this. He's like, why wouldn't you just spend Thanksgiving at your friend's house? I was like, seriously? Like, I don't know, I was trying to get here for you, man, you know? So anyway, like, I almost died a couple times, long story. Some pipes exploded like right near my face and it was insane. I'm like, what am I doing in North Dakota at two in the morning? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it was crazy. I'm like, this is insane. Like, I don't know. So, so it, I, I lasted a month, you know, and I left Christmas day actually. And I, and I remember, I remember telling the Lord, I said, you know what, Lord, this is my gift to you. This is my life. Like I've been running and I'm tired of running. So I said, my Christmas gift to you is my very life, you know? So in a sense, I said, I'm surrendering, you know? So I freaking, oh my God, I, I, I just left. I went to Atlanta. I saw the first ever Chick-fil-A and then I, I was going to go to this conference. I was going to go to this conference in Miami. And then like the Lord's like, nah, go to North Carolina. So then I was like, I, right. so I took a plane back to wherever and got, drove to North Carolina and saw my family and was like, this ain't it. Like there's a bunch of drugs and they're kind of crazy. Like literally New Year's, New Year's Eve party was at a drug dealer's house. And I didn't even know I got there and there's money everywhere. And I'm like, what the heck? You know what I mean? So I, I was, I was like, yo, I'm taking an Uber home. I was there for 30 minutes. And, and they told, they told him that I hated people that drank because I'm a Christian, the drug dealer guy. I'm like, oh my God, like, why would you do that? He was like, man, I hated you when you walked in. And I was like, oh, sick, you know, like, I don't know. I'm like, that's a great, a great intro, you know? And so, but, but again, like, you got to consider, like, this is the Lord, like, trying to get my attention. Things aren't working out. Why aren't they working out? Because I'm not giving it to him. I'm doing it my way. I'm going my way. I'm like, this is, this is the direction I think I should go. And the one thing I wasn't doing throughout, you got to recognize this and hear this. The one thing I wasn't doing consistently was intimacy. I didn't have intimacy, a consistent, quiet time alone with him, where I'm real with him, honest about how I'm feeling here, what's going on up here, saying, God, I need help here. This is what's happening and nothing's changing, you know? So that's, that's, this is how he's all brought me back to where he is, you know? So I get to Austin, uh, long story there, I saw some friends there and I was living with them. I went to some worship school and that was an amazing, you know, I had, I had really decent times of intimacy there and I felt like that was where God was beginning the restoration. It's like, this is, okay, you're in, you're in restoration now. You, you've come back to the source, you know? But I, I still had these residual habits. You gotta think two years of not following the Lord. 
I fell into some crap, man. I was spending $30 on dinner by myself, on me, like every night almost. I had, I had the money to. I was just freaking blowing it on crap. I would watch movies. I've watched like 62 movies in one year in theaters by myself, like once a weekend, twice a weekend sometimes. I was just, I, so I had was terrible money habits, terrible sin habits, and that's, that's all been, that's all restoration, man. I'm still struggling with stuff, but that's like, that's like, man, when you're in, when you're in the pits, like, like, don't turn to sin, because that's like, that's habits you're gonna, like, have to learn to break, you know, so I'm still struggling with some of that stuff, but anyway, um, all that to say, I went to Austin, great, amazing fellowship, was in an incredible worship community, had tons of fun, learned that I really love music, like, a lot, like, I really do, I want to make music, I want to make music for the Lord and stuff, and so I did that worship school, but then COVID hit, so everything shut down, and, you know, I was just in Austin, and, uh, like this whole, I don't know, just a bunch of stuff. Like uh, they repoed my car because I didn't have a job at the time. And so they just took my car. That's that's all a mess. Everything's a mess financially. It's all it's all a mess, you know, but I'm trusting the Lord. But again, like it's kind of, it's, it's, it's just like, it's like the Lord, you know, in terms of consequence, like he's not like a genie, you know, where everything will just disappear. Even if you're like in some crazy sin, like he wants you to learn a lesson too, you know. And so, like, like in, and what I'm saying is, like, you can't just go and be foolish and expect God to just, like, instantly, like, make everything disappear, you know? There's a process, mm-hmm. a lesson that He wants you to learn. So anyway, um, coming back here, I was here for a couple weeks, maybe like a month, actually, after the school ended. It was like, okay, I have nowhere else to go. There's no house for me in Austin. Nobody wants to take me in. And I was like, how, would you, how could you not take me in? Like, I don't know. I was like, it was just pride or whatever. I'm like, nobody wants to take me in? Like, what the heck? So, but it was the Lord, like, making me come home, basically. So, he, he, and here's the crazy thing. This is so crazy. Like, I was here for two months, and I was kind of pursuing the Lord. I really kind of fell away a little bit once I got here, because I didn't have the community that I had in Austin, and I wasn't here. I wasn't coming around here. I was like, nah, that's old news. Like, there's a new, there's a new church out there that I'm going to find now that I'm here in El Paso or whatever. But I didn't go to any church, you know, and I was just, like, I was just dreaming of going back to Austin, just waiting to get back to Austin, you know? And then I went to Colorado for three weeks. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make this video thing happen for real. Maybe I just haven't been trying hard enough. So I got to I got to Colorado. And for three weeks, I did absolutely nothing. I didn't do a single video project. like, And, and the Lord, you know, it's just like he didn't allow it, basically. Like, there was just things that just, everything just kept not working. And, uh, and, uh... Yeah, like, we went hiking a few times, it was cool, took some cool pictures or whatever, went down a river, and, you know, saw all this other stuff, but I was having crazy panic attacks out there, and it's like, it all came back, it's like, wait a minute, I haven't had panic attacks since 2016, why is this all coming back again? And, like, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't sleep, two in the morning, I'd have to go downstairs and sit in the grass, and just feel the earth, be like, okay, God, like, what the heck, like, what's happening, like, why is this happening, you know, and it's like, it's like, ding, 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 like he's trying to get my attention, you know, so anyway, like I've come back to El Paso, and the, 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 the pivotal moment was when I had come, when I had reached the end of myself, I had officially reached the end of myself, when I couldn't, I couldn't protect myself from panic attacks, they were just happening consistently, and I had no money, no job, couldn't find a job, I told myself, I said, I will call this girl that like, you know, we had the breakup or whatever, but I know she has a great job now as an engineer. And I told myself, 
that I would never call her unless I hit the lowest point. I just needed a job and couldn't, but I called her. So I called, that's how low I was, that I called her. I said, I said, look, can you get me a job? And she's like, she's like, yeah, for sure. You know, but I gotta, you know, I, I gotta trust you. You gotta give me your word that you're not gonna run or whatever. And I was like, yeah, you got my word, you know, like, but it, deep down I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, cause again, like I'm like this, I'm just addicted to that running and stuff. But anyway, didn't work out didn't have a job she's like she sent my resume out to some people a lot, a lot of people she knew she didn't work out so so then I started coming here again you know and it's like crazy because like almost like instantly I realized like all the stuff I was looking for in Dallas and Austin and freaking North Dakota it's been here the whole time like here the whole time like where he where he began the work he's like come come and finish that work t like why'd you run shouldn't never ran you know like he had a he has a work here that he wants me to complete and i've been running this whole time you know and that can be a lot of us like we just don't want to get real with and what did god do like he taught me how to be real he taught me that like a, a, a that a simple prayer life isn't gonna cut it like oh god like you know bless this day and okay it's like it's like god like i'm in extreme agony right now like i i i have no money my heart hurts insanely i i'm struggling with this and i have nowhere else to go like the end of ourselves he's like and so it's like it's like crazy because it all happened in a moment when i was like i was in my room i was having a panic attack this was like in July, and I was like, okay, Lord, I surrender. I'm going to Josiah's house, and I'm just going to see if there's anything to drink spiritually there, you know? And then Carla Morgan, she gave me Streams in the Desert, which was like a really amazing devotional, and this other book. And that just like ignited the, the spiritual journey, because then after that, I came to church on Sunday, and then... It's like, but it was this one moment of humility where it was like, okay, God, like, I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm done running. I, I, I can't do it anymore. Obviously, I can't. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm going insane. Like, I thought maybe if this kept happening, I would check into a mental hospital. And I feel like that's where a lot of people have been because the, 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 the mental state that they're in, like, they're, they just they have control over their lives. They're like, I, I can't let go of this. I, I, I need control. Because, um, you know, and it's like this anxiety thing, and especially people that struggle with anxiety, it's like, it's a, it's a stronghold. And until we humble ourselves yeah. and say, God, like, Amen. I'm at the end. Yeah. I'm going to die if I don't, you know, I'm going to be checked in a mental hospital and be some crazy guy if, 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 if you don't come to my rescue, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, incredible because it's like in that moment where he just humbled me and I had reached the end of myself. Mm -hmm. Then came like, just this, it's like a stream. It's like insane. Like I got here, Alan told me that someone was leaving, or he was leaving, so someone needed to fill a space. So then, like a week or two days later, I did a video for the children's ministry, and then that like opened up this whole other thing where they're like, "Hey, you know, we'd want want you to come work with us." And so then that happened, and then, and and then like it's like the stone just kept rolling because, but of course he made me wait. So then I, I went to Hobby Lobby because that's again that's humility. It's like I got an engineering degree, and I'm here working at Hobby Lobby. But because, like, but the reality was of that was, like, the, the the humility to say, hey, like, like I don't know, it was just, it was just like, it was just crazy. Like I'm like seeing all these people, and it just it tripped me out, and I'm like, man, like, but I loved it. It's like one of my best jobs. 
so fun. Stocking Christmas trees and stuff and, 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 and cutting glass. I don't know. It was just like cool. My God, like I love you. Like you're so cool, you know? Like, and so, and then, so it took about a month and a half and, and then this, this position opened up. But here's the crazy thing. I'll tell you this. I put in my two weeks on Monday at Hobby Lobby, not knowing what was going to happen with this job. Put in my two weeks on Monday. I got a call the very next day from Becky saying, Travis, we need you to come in on Friday. You're starting Friday. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, but, so like, it's the Lord. Like, but see, that's like, that's nearness. That's intimacy. You get, you get directions, blueprints like that. Like he's going to start, he'll start showing you the way, like the truth and the light. You know what I mean? And so, so I don't know, man, like, when, when, like going back to like what I was looking for in Dallas and stuff, like it's amazing what we have here. Like this is incredible. And, and I just think it's like hilarious, honestly, because we're so smart. You know, we think we know what we need. And, and God, God over here having the antidote. But we don't want to go to him, you know, like we, we're too stuck up here with the lofty things, the fleshly things, right? The flesh. It's the flesh up here thinking that we know what's best, and it's just a lofty opinion raised up against the knowledge of Him. Paul's like, we're going to punish that. we got to get rid of that. Get rid of that flesh. Tame that flesh. Like, walk by the Spirit. Choose to walk by the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. It's a, and it's a life of faith. What does it mean to be led by the Spirit? It's to, be, to walk by faith. Sometimes, again, it's going back to what we think we know about how our day should look. But then the reality is, you know what, God, you're saying this today, and I'm going to do that instead. Even though that doesn't sound right in my plan, I'm going to go there, because that's where you are. You know, we need to know where he is so we can work where he's working. Like, there's, there's works that he's prepared out in advance. You can't get there without faith. God, you can't please God without faith. So it's a choice. It's like, man, like, what is faith? It's like, it's like a step. I don't know. Like, it's interesting. Like, it's just a step. Like, you don't know. You don't know the next step from the, from the first one. It's just faith. It's like, it's just a trusting thing. Like, you don't necessarily know, but you don't also don't have to know. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> oh my God. It's like, so uh, uh, with the photography thing, like, here I was trying to build this whole thing. Like, and I was getting these skills, right? But it just didn't seem right. And then it's like this position comes. And it's like, everything like i've had dreams of like an office and like a team where we would do like stuff for the lord like 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 meaningful media because like there's so much trash out there right now like literally like it's garbage to people's brains and like they're just they're just feeding on it because it again it feeds like that fleshly side and there's I mean, everyone's fleshly that doesn't know the lord you know and like we have an opportunity in media especially to like engage that and so I'm I'm dreaming of all these like ideas and like how 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 a life in media could look and I land in this job and it hasn't happened overnight but it's like seemingly the way that things have fallen into place like it's like exactly how I pictured it and like only God could do something like that like that that just you just don't write this stuff like I never would have thought I'd be coming back to work here this just which wasn't in my plan at all. Like I had so many other ideas about how my life. I was gonna go to Iceland. I was gonna stay there for three months, just take pictures on top of airplanes. I don't know, like whatever, like just do cool stuff. Like I just had this, and I still do. I have this like 
adventure mentality and stuff. And God's like, just stay put for a while. Like, get grounded in something. You've been, you've been so detached from the vine for so long. Like, you need fresh water. And we can't, you know, like, I love this quote. Like, you can't, you can't live on yesterday's bread. Yep. You need that daily sustenance. Like he's saying, he's saying, come right into my presence every day. Because you can live a life that's for yourself. And that's fine. And I, and I was thinking about this two weeks ago when, when the guy came to preach at BSM. I thought, man, like, like we really have a choice every day. Like, we really do, you know? Like, there's a life that God's inviting us into. And we'll miss it sometimes. That's okay. Just a blessing you missed. And like, but, but over time, like, don't stack up a, a, a freaking wad of blessings that you missed out on. Mm-hmm. Don't look back. Don't get to heaven and be like, dang, that's a freaking blessing stack that I didn't even, that I didn't even get to touch. <laughs> and, this, and they multiply in a sense because it's like, I don't know, like one blessing, then you get two, but it's really like eight or something like that. I don't know. Like, it's just like the way that, because, because like, I don't know, a kingdom math may be different or something. But, but what I'm trying to say is like, blessings when they compound upon each other like you just you start to see how god is actually extremely weaved into the everyday you're like there's a blessing here that actually t- this is crazy i was gonna go evangelize with Tulu, and then i was like you know what nah i don't i'm not feeling it i just don't want to so i'm driving home and i'm passing the utep where he's waiting he doesn't know this i'm telling barely telling him now so <laughs> passing utep i'm like psych man i just said ain't, ain't today ain't the day so i'm passing and then I just, I in my spirit, I'm like, man, what, like, sometimes, like, sometimes the spirit of God ain't going to be like, go do this. We just know it's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. you know? So I turned around, and three seconds later, I get a call from Tulu. Hey, man, I'm here at the BSM. Where you at? I'm right on my way, Tulu. Be right there, baby. <laughs> so, like, but here's the crazy thing. After that, like, you know, we go and share the gospel. Really cool. Like, met some cool people. Gave out donuts. And I was like, this probably isn't right during COVID, but you know whatever like just don't touch another donut just grab the one you want you know and and uh and we met some amazing people and it was really cool and god was there and one girl was like you know yeah like i i was praying for god a sign basically and we came that day you know but the real the real cool thing was after that you know hung out to lou went to went to buki's house and we had a good time there and stuff and then they and Tolu made dinner, which was insane, so good, really, really nice. <laughs> I cut up some veggies and we prayed together and it was cool. And then I, oh, that opened up a place for me to stay too because my mom just sold her house and stuff. So then I've been looking for a place and then so that another door just like opened up through that. And and the, it's like look look guys like for such a time as this now is the, now today is the day of salvation. And we can't, don't wait another day to get into intimacy with him. Don't wait another day to choose him. Like, not like, it, it's just, like, it's only getting darker outside, right? Amen. Like, like the, the, world's, the world ain't getting any brighter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, darkness just, is just more dark. And it's just going to get more dark. And, and, and what, what do we want? We want prepared hearts, sober minds, like, intimacy with the Lord. Because he's inviting us into, into the new thing that he's going to do in 2021 and beyond. Like, whatever God's going to, I want to be a part of that. I don't want to miss that. And he's asking us right now, like, just, 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 just stay with me. Stop running. Like, just, just get real. Don't, like, stop, stop the, stop the, the basics. Like, like, get, get, get real, get deep with me. Like, go deep with the Lord. Like, there's so, like, like, there's riches, like, just, just embedded. But, man, sometimes you got to dig, you know? And, 
And like, I don't know, like in my heart, I'm thinking like, I, I want to run with you guys. Mm. Like I want to run fast towards the Lord. Like mm. I, I, I'm like, I'm laying aside stuff. I'm like, mm. it, it ain't time. It ain't time mm. for, for the, for the stuff that really, you know, isn't necessarily sinful, but it ain't, it ain't precious stones and jewels either. Mm-hmm. We're talking wood and hay and straw that we need to just like, because the blessings, like they're just, they're headlong and we gotta, we gotta put, we gotta press in. Mm-hmm. And I want to press in with you guys. It's like, come on, like now's the time. Like let's, let's, let's like evangelize. Like let's build the church, you know? And like on, 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 on the pure stuff, on the right stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, like, man, my heart is just like, Oh man, like uh, I don't know. I don't know. All, all I keep hearing is like invitation. You can decline it. You really can. Like mm-hmm. every day, you're like, Nah, I got. I ain't going to your party today. I'm gonna do my own thing. Okay, you know. But again, like choosing, just choosing. You know, like like a life of running brought me right back here. Oh, Tomu, man, gave a teaching a couple of nights ago. Just all impromptu and stuff. And it was crazy because, you know, um, Jacob gone for 30 years. And God brought him right back to where he started before he decided to run away, you know. So, like, you can run, but when you, when you humble yourself, you'll come right back to where God, you know, where God left off, in a sense. He's got, like, you know, God's got a book or whatever. He's like, he wants to keep writing that. But, like, but like you know, he'll just leave off on that page when you, when you decide to go do something else. And he'll, you know, he'll, but so what I'm saying is, like, just don't leave because you're going to come back there anyway. You know what I mean? Like, just stay, just stay there. Stay there so that he can work through you, you know? Um, but yeah, man, super powerful. I just love Jesus so much. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I was, you know, I, the Lord was like, just share, just, just testify. Just testify. That's a boast in the Lord. Amen. Stop. Think about it. Think about it. Guys, come on. Like, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Running. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the run. Yeah. And he, he, I hit so many walls because he's like, wall, wall, wall. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes, Trav. Mm-hmm. Just come home. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't do this. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, this is, this is the Lord. This is the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, and joy from the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, <laughs> just choosing, like, <laughs> just choosing. Or, or, you know, you're going to hit some walls. He's going to hit some walls, you know. <laughs> so, so, just choose them now. See, like, literally, like, you're still going to go through pain. I'll go back to that, like, the pain in your heart. He's got the antidote. Just trust him with it. Be real with him with it. And then move on, like. You don't understand, like, the pain is meant to mature you. You want to be that man on the other side of the pain. That's where you want to be. So, like, don't, just don't avoid it anymore. Take it to him. Get real, move on from it. Forget the former things. You got to move on from that to see the new thing. So, anyway, I'm going to pray. I'm just going to pray. Thank you, Lord, so much. You're so good. Just thank you for testifying of you. This is what you've done, Lord. It has nothing to do with me. It's clear. I, I, I ran from you. So I just want to honor you, Lord, for being faithful to your word. Um, it's such a blessing to pursue you, to know you. pray right now for the hearts of these people that choose you once and for all. 
stop running. Mm. Lay down that lie, Scott. Mm. You bring him to a place of true humility. Amen. Lord, that they would <laughs> be honest with you. Amen. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to tell you how we really feel. Amen. You're not. It doesn't scare you. I just pray, Amen. Lord, for honesty in the quiet place. Honesty Amen. in the secret place. Amen. And that we would look for brothers and sisters Amen. to run with. Amen. We ain't walking anymore. 2020, 2021, it's not the year for walking. We're, we're going to run Amen. towards you, Lord, together. Amen. I pray that we would all Amen. just be challenged and encouraged Amen. to lay it all aside. Amen. Ain't nothing worth it compared Amen. to knowing you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I pray that we would make that decision tonight. Amen. A recommitment to lay it all aside. Amen. Because you're worth it, Lord. Amen. Yes. I just ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. One other thing. One other thing. Which, which is really cool. I might not find it, but maybe I will. Um, give me a sec. Send it to you guys.